Welcome to the Community Services Connection Podcast, an informative podcast for those who live, work, and play in our paradise. We're covering everything from recreation and pools, libraries and history, parks and natural resources, and the UF IFAS Extension Office of Charlotte County. Welcome to the Community Services Connection Podcast. Today, I am joined by Hannah Brown, Librarian Supervisor at the Port Charlotte Library. Hi, Hannah. Thanks for joining the podcast. Hi. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here today. Today, we are talking all things libraries, Port Charlotte Library, the things that we offer, the role that we play in the community. But first, let's talk about you. How did you get into working in the library system here in Charlotte County? Well, I grew up as a library kid. I would just go by myself after school. I read a ton of books, and so libraries have always been a part of my life. So I decided I got my degree, and I was like, I think like working in the library could be really awesome. So I became a volunteer at Mid-County Regional Library, and then life happened, and I had two kids and didn't start working actually for a few years. So by the time I started my actual job, I already had my master's degree in library and information science. So I think that maybe is backwards from how some people do it. But anyway, was very happy to have my volunteer experience from Mid-County and was hired there part-time. And that was back in 2011. So now over all this time, I started part-time, went full-time, became a youth librarian, and now I'm the librarian supervisor at Port Charlotte Library. So it's been a stretch of time, but it feels like a blink of an eye. Right, and it's a full-circle story for you, and now you get to spend every day in the library. I know. Make a difference in our community. What are some of the day-to-day tasks that you have to do? I know the Port Charlotte Library and just our library system as a whole offer some really great programs. Yes, thank you for mentioning that because I know a lot of people think that libraries are so quiet. You know, even if you love reading but you don't really go to the library that often, I don't think those people know what it's like because... When you come into a modern library today, at least in Charlotte County, we've got the four libraries, and I think that they all have amazing programs that are going on, plus tons of technology and other things that are just in the building for people to use. So day-to-day, you come in, and the main thing is that all the staff are there to help people. We We feel like we're part of the community at Port Charlotte Library. So many people just walk there from their homes, and... There isn't like a lot of other things around in that Parkside area. So we really feel like we're there to provide fun things to do, a nice place to study. Like if you need help with your telephone or your tablet or whatever it may be, we have staff that are savvy with technology and can kind of give you advice on that. And I mean, there's just so much more. We have our makerspace. We have lendable technology where you could check out a Chromebook and stuff and use that at home with a hotspot. So we can help you get all set up with your internet needs. And I don't know. I think there's so much more I'm probably forgetting. There about. is so much more. And we're going to come back to the internet needs because that was just really important during Hurricane Ian and how we were able to be there for our community in another way by helping them get connected. But that is a conversation for later in this okay. podcast. But let's circle back to some of the programs that are offered. So I was there recently and I got a tour of the makerspace. Is that something standard that most libraries have now? I think it is getting more and more common in public libraries. So all four branches do have a makerspace. We don't all have the same equipment inside, but I believe everybody's got the 3D printer. So that is a really cool machine that lets you print 
out of plastic. So if you haven't seen that in action, you have to go into the library and see it. It's pretty cool. And then there's sewing machines, there's video editing, there's, uh, oh, the Cricut is so much fun. That's so a popular if you're one. into making your own cards or like you wanted to make your own custom t-shirts or something, Cricut can help you do that. So yes, it is a super cool space. We all have it and we love when people come in and want to learn something new. I actually interviewed somebody who uh, learned how to use the makerspace at the Mid-County Regional Library and she learned there, loved it so much that she actually bought her own 3D printer Mm -hmm. and then started a business and now has a shop on Etsy. So the possibilities are really endless. They are. And that's like the library's whole thing. Like we're not against people buying their own books or whatever, but there's so many examples where you can come in, try something out at the library and see if it's something that you want to own. So that's a perfect example, you know, because 3D printers are pretty accessible now if you want to own your one at home. You can buy them on Amazon, you know, yeah. and like you can just, but if you want to see if it's right for you before you shell out the money, then you can come practice with us. Yes. Try before you buy at all of our libraries, exactly. especially the Cricut. That is an expensive piece of equipment and, you know, it's great to see if you're going to actually use it before going out and purchasing one. So speaking of how libraries have evolved I was able to sit on in on a story time, and it's certainly not the story time that I had when I was a kid. Tell me about the story times and just, it seems like your staff is really involved in yes. all of the youth <laughs> programs at the Port Charlotte Library. That is so true. So we love our families and our, our youth patrons that come in at Port Charlotte Library. Um, so Miss Ashley is our fabulous librarian currently, and all the youth librarians are so fantastic. If you have a child that would enjoy story time, please go check it out at your library because they're so much fun. Honestly, like there's bubbles, there's singing. Miss Ashley is lucky because she has a guitar Joe that comes in and plays. So he'll come and play music and she'll sing along and all the kids dance and have so much fun. It's really neat. And then they, of course, are also sneaking in that literacy tips for the parents and getting practice with, you know, what color is this and what sound is this making? Like all all those literacy things that are really important too are still there, but we try to make it really fun so that it just feels like playtime. And I know that programming looks a little bit different now since Hurricane Ian. Where is the best place for parents to go to find out information about events? Thank you for asking that. So we do try to keep our program event calendar on our Charlotte County Library's website current. So you should be able to go on there and see anytime. You can filter by which library branch you're interested in or you can filter by the age range that you're looking at so if you just want to know about kids programs you can do that and it will show you all four libraries and then there's also a lot of outreach that we do too especially after hurricane ian we are down one library and i think it's going to be a little while before the repairs are done for that so we are looking at trying to get out into the community and go where people already are and make it convenient and easy so hopefully you'll see us out yeah Definitely. You guys are great out in the community. Uh, We just had a fall fest a couple of weeks ago, and the response from the community was awesome. And I think it was great that you were out there showing everyone, hey, we're not not just books. We are library and history. We are part of community services, and this is how we're serving you in a different way. Well said. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. We want to serve our community. That is exactly what we're there for. 
How did that come about? Was that something that was planned before Hurricane Ian? Or is that something that was maybe tweaked a little bit after Hurricane Ian to serve a different purpose? I think it was it was definitely tweaked, but it might have been completely changed. I'm not sure how much it changed from the original plan. But Ashley came to me and said, you know, I think it would be great if we could get a back-to-school type program going. So this is the fall, obviously, and normally kids are already back in school, but Hurricane Ian had so many kids out of school for a while, and we knew that there were a lot of families that lost things that were in their house. So we were wondering, are there people out there that, like, their kids don't have their backpack and don't have their basic school supplies? So Ashley had the great idea to go to the friends groups. The, each library branch has a friends of the library that helps support our programs. I'm going to give them a little plug. It's like super cheap to become a member and they help us so much. So if you're interested in helping out with library programs, that is a great way to do it. Okay, so back to the mm-hmm. Fall Fest. She went to her friends groups, was able to purchase some backpacks and also Walmart donated some. And they came with school supplies already in them. And then we wanted to give them away, but of course we have to have fun things going on too. So we had the fall crafts that we did and just tried to make it something to do. We were really worried that Halloween was going to be like canceled. Nobody was going to be able to do anything and we didn't want to let that happen. So we're like, okay, we have to have something for the kids to do. So a lot of kids came in costume, which was really cute. And I think it was a great time. It was a great time. And you guys have been there for the community since day one that we, you know, since we heard about the hurricane, your staff was preparing shelters during the hurricane, you were working in shelters. And then after the hurricane, you were some of the first amenities to open up in community services for charging and connectivity. And, you know, I had the opportunity to speak with some some folks who came into the library who were in tears, happy tears, because they got to come in and fill out their FEMA paperwork. So Tell me a little bit about that process. And you worked in a shelter, correct? I did. So that is one of the things that community services that we're prepared for is like if there's going to be a storm event like that, that we might need to open up shelters. Those shelters are often in our rec centers. So that's community services staff. And so we all had been trained, you know, this is what might happen. And here it is. The hurricane Ian comes And we're all called in. And so I believe there were four shelters that Community Services was helping to staff. And um, that was the first time I've ever gone through anything like that. It Obviously, nobody wants to be at a shelter. It's a very scary time. Everybody's coming in. You don't know how bad the storm's going to be because they're very unpredictable. And you hope it's not going to be a big deal. You're just there just in case, you know. And then um, you're stuck there you're locked in until the storm's over so it was it was rewarding in some ways I was really happy to be able to do something for people we like okay we have this place we're gonna try to make it not horrible (laughs) you know if possible we tried to some of the sites were able to have a youth library in there so they did kids activities for any children that were at the shelter we had pets there and just um you know, try to be a welcoming place for people in this scary time. And I got really close with some community services staff that I had never had the chance to work with before. So that was a really wonderful and unexpected part of it, too. Um, so while I hope that we never have to do that again, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't the worst thing ever. So I, I was really happy to be able to 
feel like I was doing a part. Yeah. I did see some pictures of library staff actually hosting story times (laughs) in crafts. I don't know. Were you at Miss Ashley's shelter? Oh, my goodness. No, we were split up. She was at, I think, one of the schools. And so they had a great media center that was there. And she was like, oh, this is my place. I think she just camped out with the kids right in the media center. And just how wonderful is it? to have this scary event that's happening where a child might not know what's going on and causes a lot of anxiety, you know? And she just was so great at being able to distract them and have it be a good time, hopefully. Yeah. Again, library is coming through to deliver exceptional service to our community. What else do, do we want the community to know about the Port Charlotte Library or just our library systems as a whole? Um, I think if you just remember, it's not about... The books only, like obviously it's great we have books, but we are like real people that are there and want to help you. So if there is a question that you have, if you just need a place to go that is not your house where you can, you know, relax or read the news or, I don't know, meet up with a friend and have a conversation, we're, we try hard to be like a community meeting place and not just a building that has books in it. So we want to meet you, you know, come out and introduce yourself and we'd be so happy to see you there. If you want to learn more and check out the library's calendar, just visit charlottecountyfl.gov forward slash libraries to find all of your favorite events and to find out what's going on at the libraries. Hannah, thanks again for joining us today. Thank you for having me here and I hope to see you all out at your local library. 